you know it's going to happen. You know you're going to feel like this. So why not lean into the pattern and plan for it in advance? This way, you no longer fall into the cycle of shame and frustration. You no longer overspend all weekend long and come Monday morning, you're feeling bad, you decide to get your act together, and then come Friday, you're repeating the same pattern. Hey, this is Allison, and welcome to the Inspire Budget Podcast, where we talk all things budgeting, debt, and saving money. I had a question come in, and it's something that I think a lot of people struggle with, and I wanted to dedicate an entire episode about how to really curb some of those overspending tendencies. So here's the question that was sent in to me. It says, I have an eight-month-old, and I watch him and work from home during the week. By Friday, I'm exhausted. I've gotten into this habit of wanting to reward myself on the weekend, whether it be online shopping or going out to eat. Something that relieves stress and rewards me for getting through the week. So basically, I have a really hard time controlling my spending on the weekend, and so does my husband. So we're not really keeping each other accountable. Any advice to protect ourselves from overspending is welcome. I think that it is incredibly easy to get stuck in this repetitive loop when it comes to overspending. Basically, what I feel like happens and what I've seen happen so often is you are doing really well and then you get to a certain point and you lose control and you are just so done. By the time you get to that point and you lose control, you're so done with trying to be better with your money. You're so done with trying to make all of the adult decisions and so you end up splurging or you end up overspending or just going off track and off plan with your budget and then after that happens, the guilt starts to set in. You start feeling guilty or you start feeling like you can't really make this work and you don't know why you are struggling with this when it seems like everyone else has it all together. Here's what I want you to remember. We are human. You are human. And spending money isn't just about math. It's not just about following the plan you set. Spending money so often releases endorphins and adrenaline, especially in someone who is a spender. And ultimately, you're going to have to deal with money for the rest of your life. There's no way around it. So we might as well learn now how to control your urge to overspend so that come the weekend, you don't blow your entire budget because you've held it together Monday through Friday and you undo any of the progress that you made. Now, are you going to be perfect? No, but perfection isn't the goal here. If you're here striving for perfection with your money, I'm just going to let you know that it's impossible. Instead, I want you to change your thinking and see your goal with money is to have control. So how can you have control over your spending and your money when you have the urge to overspend? Like this person that we're talking about who sent in the message, she feels like she does so well Monday through Friday and come the weekend, she's exhausted and she's letting those emotions dictate her spending. So how do we do it? Well, I have a couple of things I want you to do. When it comes to navigating overspending, the very first thing that we have to do is look for patterns in our life. For instance, the person who sent this in, by Friday, they are tired and they want to relieve stress. This is a consistent pattern every single Friday and every single weekend this happens. And in the past, you turn to spending money to help you relieve this stress, to help you celebrate that you made it. But first, before we deal with the overspending, we have to look for the patterns on when this happens in your life. 
You have to see the patterns that are happening with your money and your decision or your temptation to overspend. And once you know the patterns, once you have identified the patterns in your spending, then I see it as you have two choices to make. A lot of people are going to tell you, just stop right? Just stop overspending. Just don't do it. And that is one of the choices. I like to call that disrupting the pattern. So your first choice is to disrupt the pattern, which means stop the pattern in its tracks. And you can do this by creating very clear boundaries that keep you from overspending. So for instance, the person who wrote in knows she sees the patterns that she tends to overspend on the weekend and so does her husband. So before Friday comes around, have a list of ideas for ways to relieve stress and still get that endorphin rush or that adrenaline rush without spending money and blowing your budget. So disrupting the pattern for this person might look like going on a walk when they feel stressed or overwhelmed, talking to a friend, inviting a friend over and having a glass of wine, picking up an inexpensive hobby. Maybe one option is to find a podcast that has a storyline or even just getting outside. But when it comes to dealing with the urge of overspending, one choice is to disrupt that pattern, which takes a lot of self-discipline. It takes having a plan in place before that pattern hits. So having that plan in place before you feel it because you know it's going to come at a certain time. Or while you can disrupt the pattern, what I prefer to do is to lean into the pattern. So you know that there's a pattern with overspending on the weekends. So you have a choice to disrupt the pattern, completely stop it altogether, do something else instead, don't overspend, or lean into the pattern. You know this has happened before. You can anticipate it happening again. And when you know you're going to have an urge to overspend or spend more money, you actually have more control over the situation because you can see it coming before it hits. And so you can lean into the pattern, lean into that desire to overspend on the weekend by putting something in place that allows you to still spend money, but within healthy and clear boundaries. So essentially, you still get to spend money. You can lean into that desire to spend, but within a safe space. And this allows you to have more control over the situation. So for instance, the person that wrote in, I would say that you know by Friday you're exhausted. Every Friday it happens. You're working from home. You're taking care of an eight-month-old. You know that you're going to want to go out to dinner on Friday night or Saturday night because you're tired, you just want to relax, and you feel like it's a reward for getting through the week. You know it's going to happen. Because you know it's going to happen, you have more control over this situation. So you can lean into that pattern by saying, okay, I'm going to cook dinner at home Sunday through Thursday, and I'm going to plan to go out to dinner Friday and Saturday. This is actually exactly what our family does. I never cook on Friday. Sometimes I'll cook on Saturday, or actually I'll have my husband cook on Saturday and Sunday, but I never cook cook on Friday. When it's been a long week, I've had to get my kids up for school early. We've been working all week. The last thing I want to do on Friday is cook. And so instead of disrupting the pattern and making sure I'm making a meal plan or I have frozen foods I can throw in the oven, I don't even disrupt the pattern. I lean into it and I say, okay, I'm going to have a plan 
that I include in my budget that every Friday we grab something very easy to eat. I'm thinking Chick-fil-A. And then every Saturday we go to a sit down restaurant. So you can lean into this pattern by adding it to your budget within reason. Because the way I see it, you know it's going to happen. You know you're going to feel like this. So why not lean into the pattern and plan for it in advance? This way, you no longer fall into the cycle of shame and frustration. You no longer overspend all weekend long and come Monday morning, you're feeling bad. You decide to get your act together. And then come Friday, you're repeating the same pattern. And ultimately, this helps stop the cycle of starting and stopping and starting and stopping, which is what so many people do when it comes to their money. It doesn't have to be an all or nothing. What I personally love is that when you have these boundaries and expectations in place, when you can lean into the pattern, you're actually allowing yourself to still spend money in that way, but you have more control because you're anticipating it and you have a plan for how much you're going to spend and what you're going to spend money on. So instead of spending money on the weekend and then feeling guilty afterwards and wanting to give up, you get excited about spending money on the weekend. You look forward to it because you know that you have control over your spending and the choices you make around money. You know that this set dollar amount is going to your weekend eating out or whatever it is that you wanna spend that money on. But ultimately, you can't lean into the pattern if you don't know what your spending patterns are, which is why I say you have to identify the pattern first. Look for the patterns of overspending in your life and then ultimately you have two choices. You can disrupt the pattern, completely stop it in its tracks and create boundaries to keep you from doing it again or you can lean into it and figure out how can I continue to add a portion of this to my budget and my spending so that I still feel like I get to spend money freely on the weekend but it's within reason. Today's episode is brought to you by my free debt-free roadmap. If you have debt and you're trying to become debt-free, you know that it's sometimes a little bit overwhelming to figure out how to reach your end goal. And sometimes paying off debt is not as simple as it seems, which is why you need a roadmap fast. In this free debt-free roadmap, you're gonna get the seven easy steps to follow that will set you up for actual success on your debt-free journey. And I'll be sharing with you the three most common mistakes holding people back from paying off debt so that you can avoid them every single month. Plus, you'll get free resources sent straight to your inbox every single week. Go to inspirebudget.com slash debt-free to get instant access or click the link in my show notes right now. So that's your choice. You can either disrupt the pattern or lean into it. Now, I'd love to tell a story, a personal story of how I actually disrupted a pattern in my spending in the past. I think it's one thing for me to just offer advice and say, here are your two choices. I think it's a completely different thing for me to show you and explain to you exactly how I've done this in my own life and added this into my own life. So let's talk about how I disrupted the pattern a while ago. Several years ago, we moved into our current home. To say I like our home would be an understatement. I love our home. It's about a 25-year-old home that sits on a quiet cul-de-sac with a large tree-filled backyard. We actually have 10 trees in our backyard. And the moment I stepped through the door to see this house for the first time, I knew 
I knew it was where I wanted to live. And once we moved in, my love and infatuation for this space could not be contained. I was determined to make our house everything that I dreamed it could be. I filled it with new furniture, artwork, and I was always looking for ways to keep it organized. I feel like almost every single day I started shopping online for something new to add to our home. Well, that's fine at first, but within a month, my desire to provide new things for our home had morphed into an obsession and the excitement and dopamine hit I got after opening another Amazon box one after another, that excitement, that dopamine, it was unmatched. And deep down, I knew, I knew deep down that my impulse spending, my overspending had gotten out of hand. One night after the kids had gone to bed, I sat next to my husband on the sofa and very carefully he said, Allison, there's something I want to talk to you about. And I knew, oh, I knew instantly where this was headed. It was headed to my online shopping obsession. I explained to Matt that I had actually started to crave online shopping. As crazy as it sounds, I could actually feel my body gravitating toward it to the point that I didn't even have the willpower to stop myself. And I'm supposed to be teaching people how to stop themselves, right? I'm supposed to be the one teaching people how to budget, pay off debt, save money, and stay on track with their spending. And yet here I was craving another box arriving on my doorstep. So Matt and I sat down together that night on the sofa and we decided that if I was to overcome my impulse spending, I would need clear boundaries around online shopping. So we decided in that moment, we'd identified the pattern. I was obsessing over buying new things for my home. We'd identified the pattern and then we decided, okay, we need to disrupt the pattern. I needed to basically go cold turkey around my online shopping. With clear boundaries in place, I was able to actually free up my mind and determine the real reason behind my overspending. I was able to see, okay, why am I actually struggling with this? And I was able to figure out that I was overspending because I had a desire to provide and create a home that my oldest son, who was so anxious and nervous about starting second grade at a new school, a home that would make him feel safe. You see, I had so much guilt about moving him across the state and uprooting him from the only home he remembered, the friends he had, the school he loved. And so to combat those emotions, I did everything in my power to create a home that he and everyone else loved. And what I had, what I could control was spending money and buying things that would make him feel at home and excited about the move because at the time he wasn't happy about it. But as soon as I put my debit card away, as soon as I stopped opening up the Amazon app, as soon as I stopped shopping online, I actually freed up the time and mental space to work through these realizations and emotions. And I realized that our house was already a home because we were in it. My son didn't need a perfect house to feel at home. He didn't need it to be perfectly organized. He didn't need everything on the walls to be absolutely beautiful. All he needed was for me to actually close the Amazon app, put down my phone, and have a conversation with him. 
And so by disrupting the pattern, I was able to actually realize that and it helped me deal with that desire to overspend. So whether you're overspending because you just want to reward yourself for making it through a a good week or you're overspending because you have mom guilt and you're trying to use money and online shopping to cure that emotion, I first want you to identify the pattern, look for the spending patterns in your life, and then make a choice. The choices are simple. You could either disrupt the pattern and stop it in its tracks, or you can lean into the pattern. You know that it's going to happen. You can anticipate it, and you can put clear and healthy boundaries in place so that you can still spend money in that way, but within boundaries that make sense for you and your budget. At the end of the solo episodes, I love to answer a question that I got on Instagram. This one comes from Lori and she says, how do I make a budget with varying income every single paycheck? And oh my gosh, this one speaks to my heart. When I first left my teaching job and started working on Inspire Budget full time, this is a small business for me and my income would fluctuate very much from month to month. There was not a lot of consistency. It varied so much. And that brought on a lot of added stress and complications when it came to my budget. Finally, I realized, hey, even though my income fluctuates, it doesn't mean that I can't create more of a fixed income for myself. So here's exactly what I recommend that you do. First, you need to know your bills and expenses. You need to know how much money you need to pay all of your bills and all of your expenses. I'm going to give an example here. Let's say that you pay yourself weekly and some weeks you make $400, some weeks you make $700, some weeks you make $200, but you know that you need $500 to actually pay your bills and cover your expenses. So you say, okay, I'm going to pay myself $500. So week one, let's say that you earn $600. Instead of giving yourself that entire $600, you say, okay, I'm going to give myself $500 and this extra $100, I'm going to send to a savings account called my income bucket. My income bucket. You put that $100 in there and you can use that in the future to supplement your income when you don't make enough money. So week one, you need $500. You make $600. You use $500 to cover your bills and expenses. You put $100 in your income bucket. Week two, let's say that you only make $400. Oh no, that can be very frustrating. You don't have enough money to pay all of your bills and expenses. Instead of having that high, high and low, low with the varying income, you can say, okay, I'm gonna take the $400 I earned, use it to cover my bills and expenses. I have money in my income bucket waiting for me. I'm gonna use that $100 to supplement my income so I can cover my bills and expenses. And when you can do this, hopefully the goal is that your income bucket builds up and you can continue to supplement 
your income as needed. And this is exactly what I do for my business. I pay myself actually a salary now because I'm an S Corp. I pay myself a salary, but in my business, I have basically an income bucket where I keep money. And as money is taken out of that, I'm always replenishing it as well. So I have enough money there to cover myself in case I have a month where I don't make as much money as I need to pay my bills and cover my side of the expenses. I hope you enjoyed this episode where we talked all about how to fix overspending and how to identify the patterns in your spending and either disrupt the pattern or lean into the pattern. It would mean the world to me if you left a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and it helps get my podcast out to other listeners as well. Ultimately, I hope that this episode helps you live your best life and reach your money goals. I'll see you next week.